plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you happen to be out this neck of the woods, swing by the White Sands Hotel here in Port Marnock. Um, pop into the Oasis Bar, which is directly below our uh, studio here, and tell them that Adrian and Jeremy sent you. Um, the Oasis Bar is a really cosy bar on a f- miserable winter's day. There is nowhere nicer, and they've decorated the place so well for uh, Christmas and if you're looking for somewhere to stay in uh, Dublin in North County Dublin well may we recommend the White Sands Hotel here in Port Marnock in Dublin so what do we want to talk about on this special edition of Opinions Matter the reason it's a special edition is it's a one-on-one conversation that I'm going to have with a man who did something that has never happened before not only here, actually, on the podcast, but even over the last 20 years on radio, with maybe one or two exceptions. A man called Pat hand-wrote a letter to me, which we received on Friday. Now, just to get a letter is strange enough, because you just don't get them anymore. And then to open it and have uh, and find a handwritten letter from a man who wants us to raise uh, something that is an issue for so many people. So his name is Pat, and I'm going to read his his, uh, letter, and it's it's self-explanatory. Have a listen to this. Good afternoon, he started his letter. And by the way, he has this address in the top right-hand corner in the, uh, the way you're meant to write a letter. Anyway, here's what he said. I hope this letter finds you well, and it reaches you at the White Sands Hotel. Please excuse my handwriting. It was never the best. Now, Pat, I will say your handwriting is excellent. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I'd be so very grateful if you could refer to me as Pat if you decided to read my letter out. I wouldn't want my children to recognise me. I've been listening to you both for 20 years since you first started your nighttime show all those years ago. You've both kept me company over the years, so much so I feel that I almost know you both personally. Despite me being a regular listener, this is my first time to ever contact you. I really don't like to be a negative or a killjoy, but I'd like to raise the issue of Christmas time being a very difficult and upsetting time for many people, a fact which is sadly forgotten by many people. I'm in my 80s and a widower, and I hate Christmas. My darling wife passed away six years ago, and since then, all my Christmases have been spent all alone. I have five children who all have big families, but I would never want to be a burden on them. Two of my children live abroad. One is in Dubai with her own family and one in Australia with his. So I understand that being with them at Christmas isn't really an option. Traveling at my age is no easy feat, especially as I'm wheelchair-bound and partially blind. My other three children live nearby, but they have their own families too, so I would never want to be a bother to them, especially at Christmas time when they're so busy with 100 other things. It's a very busy time for so many people, so I understand that they can't look after everyone. However, I do find that there is a lot of forced joy and happiness at Christmas time, and the purpose of this letter isn't for pity or for sympathy. It's to simply highlight the fact that Christmas is not always 
the most wonderful time of the year, as the song goes. Every Christmas, I wake up early, I go to Mass, I visit my wife's grave, and then I go home to have my own Christmas dinner, which, up until my wife died, was perfect. It was magical. However, eating Christmas dinner alone isn't so much fun. I'm aware that the number of Christmases I have left are limited, and I really would like to raise the issue of loneliness and sadness at Christmas. I feel like people need to open up and talk about it. It is so widespread. The only people I see on Christmas Day are my fellow parishioners at Mass, and that can be extremely difficult, but it is great to see them. A smile and a chat go a long way. I would like to see a conversation started, if possible, for those who don't find Christmas as joyful and merry as others. Thank you for taking the time to read my letter, and I wish you and your family and the team a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. And that's from a man called Pat. As I said, we got this um, letter, handwritten letter, was delivered to the reception desk at the White Sands Hotel on Friday by uh, the postman. And I've never gotten a, written, a handwritten letter sent to our uh, podcast. I'm going to be talking to Pat in, in just a moment. And when you listen to uh, Pat's interview, if you're somebody who is similarly affected by Christmas and loneliness, I'd love you to reach out to us and send us a WhatsApp to 85 825-2626, okay? Send us a WhatsApp anytime over the next while to 085-825-2626 because this is an issue that we, we may well follow up on and do uh, a follow-on podcast. Anyway, in just a moment, I'm going to be talking to uh, Pat to tell us his story of his lonely Christmases for the last six years. That's on the way in just one moment. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy. Just a moment ago, you heard me read the handwritten letter that I got from a man called uh, Pat. And I've read it over and over and over again over the weekend because it just uh, has stuck with me. I have this uh, fear of ending up alone in my own life. I've always had that fear. And I can't get Pat out of my head all weekend, even though I don't know this man from Adam, because he will be spending Christmas on his own. Pat has asked us to disguise his voice, which we have done, because, as you're about to hear, he doesn't want his children to recognise him. Even though... I'd love his children to recognise him, but uh, Pat has asked us to disguise his voice. Pat, as I said, um, you have the claim to fame of being the first person to handwrite me a letter here at Opinions Matter. What made you decide to put pen to paper and write to us? I've been listening to you since you're really, really early days, and I find that you do provide comfort to some of your listeners, and I suppose I'm kind of looking for something like that this year myself. So tell me a little bit about uh, about you, Pat. As I said, you hand wrote uh, a letter, which is just a sign of the generation that you are uh, from. You are in your eighties, is that right? That's right, Adrian. I'm a, an eighty-year-old widower, and I, I just wanted to contact you and see if you could help get get some some news out there to the people. 
So, okay, you, you, say, you said in your letter that you've been listening to uh, both of us for 20 years when we used to be on the, the nighttime show, uh, that we've kept you company over the years and uh, that you've recently found our podcast and have been uh, listening to it, which is fantastic uh, to hear. But you wanted to raise the issue about why some people just hate Christmas. Why do you hate Christmas? Well, I do. I find that it's the most loneliest time of the year for myself. I have I have five five children myself, and like I understand that they're dealing with their families, but they just like it's, they don't seem to be bothered with me. And since I lost my wife six years ago, I I've, I find it a very very hard time to, to get through. Because as you know, you're meant to be joyful and happy and all smiles, but I just don't like it. Now you you say your wife uh, passed away um, six years ago. So what have your Christmases been like? In those six years? Well, Adrian, as you know, with my generation, we, we still do the Mass, and I, I, I go to the congregation, and I'd, I'd be with a few parishioners, and we'd, we'd have a few cups of tea and a few laughs, and then I'd go home to my house and just basically have like a, a ready-cooked meal, and that's pretty much it for me, you know? Now, you say you've got five children. Um, do you not spend Christmas with any of your five children? Well, two, two of them are actually abroad, Adrian. Um, my daughter is in Australia and one of my sons is in um, Dubai. And like, you, you have to understand, Adrian, my, my children have their children to look after at Christmas because, as you know, it's considered a family time. And when you're looking after the young ones, they're what comes first, you know. You don't be thinking of the older ones, as in the grandparents for the parents. So since your wife passed away, so I understand that... Before your wife uh, passed away six years ago, uh, you and she spent Christmas Day together and had your 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 Christmas dinner and all of that, and that's what you did. Uh, but since she's passed away, you're still doing that, just without her. Well, yes, Adrian, I suppose it's like a... Sorry, Adrian, I, 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 don't, I don't find this easy to talk about even this time, this many years later. Um... um you know, like I suppose when you're talking tradition, it's hard to break it. And just because I know my wife's not here, I like to think that she's looking down on me and doesn't want me being lonely. But what can I do? You know, it's just how it's come about. So your Christmas Day, since your wife passed away, consists of going to church in the morning and going home after that and having dinner on your own. Well, yes, Adrian, but there might be like a, a cup of tea after the church and then that's pretty much my day, you know. And I, I might see the kids on Stephen's Day if I'm, if I'm lucky, and if not, it'll be into the new year. So what, what I really want to focus on is the fact that you have uh, three children living here in Ireland. We, uh, you asked us to disguise your voice so that your three children who live here in Ireland don't recognise you. But the sad part of what you're telling me is that none of your, well, correct me if I'm wrong here, none of your three children invite you for Christmas dinner. Is that right? No, Adrian, they don't, because I, I, like, they, like, they have big families, you know, and like, they have like, the small houses, so they can't really accommodate large groups. And then you had the pandemic, so like, that really affected a few Christmases, and um, they just, like, they, they focus on their own households, you know. No, I, I accept that, but you are granddad, your daddy, uh, to three children that live here in Ireland. You're only one person, so you're talking about a large, they couldn't accommodate a large group because they have small houses. You're only one person, and not one of your three children 
And I, I accept what you're saying about uh, during the COVID years, but that's long over. That's been over for the last two years. And in the last two years, none of your three children who live here have invited you for Christmas dinner. No, Adrian, I'm going to be honest now. Like, they probably think that I'm, I set me ways, and I suppose I kind of am. But, like, when you, as you mentioned there, I wanted to be a voice disguised because like, I didn't want them recognising me voice and thinking I'm, I'm being bad towards them. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I just wanted people to, like, get this into their heads, like, to, to the elderly or... They're nearly forgotten, you know, and that's, like, it shouldn't be like that at the end of the day. And does anybody reach out to you over uh, the, the, the Christmas period? You know, charities like uh, Alone, for example. Do, do you have any contact with anybody other than going to Mass on Christmas Day with uh, people who might look in on you? Um, not really. Like, I have a girl that drops off the dinners, but, like, that's really it. Like, it's a 15, 20-minute conversation, and then they're off, you know? Like, they have their own things to do. I can't expect, like, people that are nearly so dangerous to like, hang around. But, like, I might hear from my daughter or my son that are abroad, but, like, no, no I'm more or less alone. I'll be honest with you, So when it comes to December, you mentioned this to us off-air, when it comes to December... You're counting down to your most hated day of the year. Sorry, I'll be honest, I don't like it. I, I, I think it's the worst month of the year, and I'm only happiest when I see the January calendar, because I know like things will go back to normal, and I don't have to go out of the house and like be all joyful and happy. And when I'm just, I'm not Adrian, you know, like I'm just not. It's, it's pretty soulless, right? And you, you said in your message that uh, you want to highlight the fact that Christmas is not always the most wonderful time of the year, as the song goes. No, Adrian, it's not. Because like, when you think about it, like, Adrian, people are just left alone, you know. They, I know it's, it's all about the kids and the 70s and giving the gifts to the presents and stuff like that. But what about the people that don't have any families and, or the elderly that are just nearly cast aside, Adrian, because people think... Oh, they've had their time, and I know my time is limited here, Adrian, but I didn't think I'd ever be spending it alone for, like, six years without me, my beautiful wife, and you now my children are just, like, off with their families, and I understand that, I do, but, like, you just have to be, like, thinking of your parents and your grandparents, you know, as well. Have you ever said to any of your three children who live here in Ireland, have you ever said to them, would you not think of inviting me for Christmas dinner? Wouldn't that be just putting more pressure on them? Like, I couldn't be doing that. And, and then it's, it's almost like I'm guilting them into doing that. And, like, nobody wants to be doing that, Adrian. But they are your children. You are their dad, their granddad, and not one of them has, has since your wife passed, has asked you for Christmas dinner. Well, no, Adrian, they haven't. And I, I don't hold it against them, like, being honest with you. But, like, it, 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 like, I'll be honest with you, Adrian, it would make me day, it would make me month, but... I can't twist arms, you know, and force people into doing, like inviting me to their houses if they didn't want to. I don't know if they think maybe one of the others might invite me and then the others wouldn't have to. I just don't know. I've never really confronted them about it. Do you even talk to them on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas Day, not really, because I do that, like the church and uh, the tea and afterwards and then I go home. But like, I'd hear from them more or less most of the December months or month. And, like, but like when it gets to that time, yeah. It's the great moments of the month. Like, it's like I'm just nearly forgotten. 
Do me a favour if you can, please, uh, Pat, and stay on the line there for one second, because in just a second, I want to read uh, another email that I got uh, from a lady called Sandra telling two very similar uh, stories to to yours. And then I want to explore with you, Pat, what practically you can do to try and enjoy Christmas a little bit more. We're back in just a moment. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. I'm in the middle of a conversation with a man called uh, Pat and Pat sent me, and it's the very first time I've ever received anything like this, a handwritten letter sent with a postage stamp to the White Sands Hotel here in uh, Port Marnock. And it was a really, uh, really touched me. We, we got it on Friday and I've read it over and over and over again over the weekend. And it really uh, touched me. One of my biggest fears in my life is ending up alone, old and alone. It's a fear that I've, ha- I've had for many, many years. And it's still a fear that, that lives with me that I would find myself alone, living alone and just being alone and not having anybody to, uh, to care for me. And Pat has been telling me how he lost his wife uh, six years ago. And ever since then, Christmas Day is spent on his own. Despite the fact that he's got three children who haven't bothered their arse to invite uh, Daddy over for Christmas dinner, I, I, I just wonder what goes through their mind. Why, why do they think it's okay to leave a man in his 80s at home alone on Christmas Day with not even as much as a... A phone call. I got this email in um, from Sandra. And we were, when we mentioned we were going to be talking about this, it, this is a big issue for an awful lot of people. I want to highlight an unseen issue in uh, Dublin, right, Sandra? In recent weeks, a friend who is 61 gets calls from active age and alone, making sure she is okay and has somewhere to go for Christmas. She has a lodger and a boyfriend. I know another woman who is single and living alone with a few health problems, but she's not quite 60, still in her 50s, Nobody checks that she is okay and what she will do for Christmas. I know she's not the only person in this situation. Just because she's not considered an old person, she is forgotten about. Now, again, this, this raises the issue of people being alone and lonely for uh, Christmas. And Pat, something I asked you a, a, a couple of minutes ago was, do, do any organizations like Alone ever reach out to you or have you ever reached out to them? No, Adrian, I haven't. I, 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 like, I'm going to be honest, Adrian, if, um, if I'm spending Christmas... Sorry, if I'm spending Christmas by myself, I'd rather be by myself or, or with my family. I don't want to be like, with anybody else, you know? Like, I, I go to the house now on Christmas Day and I'll go to church. And, Adrian, I didn't want to say this, but like, I'll go to the wife's grave and I'll spend an hour there and there's another person that visits another grave and we've gotten to know each other over the years and... I've been invited to, to their house, but I think it's it's either family or nothing, Adrian. And unfortunately, in my situation, it's nothing. And do your kids even call around to see you on Christmas Day? Not in the last few years, no, Adrian. No, they haven't, and I won't lie. Unfortunately. Because I have to say, this is the bit that I'm finding the most upsetting, to think that your children all live within 20 kilometres of your house... And don't bother their arse to call in to see Daddy on Christmas Day. That really, that upsets me. Well, I'll be honest, it gets me in, like, 
to be honest, I didn't even think I'd be coming onto your show. I just thought you'd be reading out my letter. And like, as you said, you had a fear of being alone. And I'll tell you, Adrian, when I, 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 I had to retire early from work and, and I had an accident from work. And like when I was confined to the wheelchair, I thought that I would be gone long before my wife. And now I'm the one here and she's gone. And I, it's getting harder every year, Adrian. That's so upsetting, I have to say. Um, Pat, I, I know where you live. You've told us um, where you live. And you don't actually live that far from where I live. And uh, just listening to you over the phone, I just, uh, can, can I ask you a question before I tell you what I was about to say there? Uh, what is your relationship like with your children the other 364 days of the year? Hi, Aaron. It's, it's fantastic. Like, we don't, listen, don't, don't get me wrong, there's no bad blood between us, no. But, like, it's just, I think the whole thing about Christmas is it's the family, it's the kids, it's the presents, and that's what has to be done with them. And they obviously just stick to that routine, and I have my routine, and they obviously, maybe they think I'm happier than my routine, so they don't, maybe they don't think I'm actually down and dumped so sad or anything, but maybe I don't show it enough. And maybe that's what the problem is here, that you're t- telling me a story to the point that I feel like giving you a big hug over the, 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 the phone line, but you haven't expressed these feelings of loneliness and almost despair at Christmas time to your own children. You haven't told them how this feels. No, Adrian, I haven't. Like, you, you, Adrian, you're a father yourself. You know you don't put your burdens or your, 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 your unhappiness onto your children. You only want them to be happy, and that's all I want for my children and my grandchildren. And Christmas is supposedly the happiest time of the year, but unfortunately, it's not for everyone, and it's definitely not for me. And you heard from that message that I read out how uh, there are many, many people who hate this time of year, uh, hate the loneliness, hate um, the, what they, you know, the forced joy, as you said in your in your letter to me. Were you ever a fan of Christmas? Oh my God, Adrian! I used to love Christmas every year before my wife went. Like we'd go out for the walk in the mornings, and we go down the canals, and when we got home, we'd have the decorations up in the tree and. We'd sit down and watch a bit of TV and have a big dinner and like that was our Christmas and it was just the happiest times of my life to be honest. But just like in the last few years and maybe because it's since my wife went, I I find it hard to go to the church and I have to put on the smile and the brave face and everybody saying how are you, passing and like oh yeah, grand, good old day, happy Christmas. And by the time I get home, I'm just coming in the door and it's like misery agent. And does it ever get to you? Do you do you ever get upset on Christmas Day? on your own because I know if I was in your situation I'd be bawling my eyes out all day well Adrian I just I, just, I, I try not to let it get to me like when I come home and have me dinner I, I make sure the picture of the, of the wife is there on the bed on, sorry not the bed on the side the table and I, I know she's looking at me and she's wanting me to be happy and not sad so I try Adrian I try you know as I said to you a moment ago, Pat, I, I know um, because you wrote your, your letter in, ha- in handwriting in the old-fashioned way with your address up the top right-hand corner, um, and you live not too far uh, from where I live, and Pat, if it's okay with you, maybe I'll pop in to see you on Christmas Day. Ah, oh, jeez, Adrian, don't be doing that. You have your own family to be taken care of at home, no? But I can't get out of my head, and it... it, it I find it really difficult uh, listening to you telling your story in the way in which you're telling your story and just thinking of you on your own on Christmas Day. Nobody should be on their own on Christmas Day if it can be at all uh, helped. So maybe, do you take a drink? 
I I didn't know to take the tip of no one again. Well, then on Christmas Day, I'm going to pop around to you and we'd have a drink together and spend a bit of time together and make that day a little less lonely for you. That's only if you're up for that. Adrian, you're a true gentleman. There's not many like you left, I tell you. Pat, your, your story has been in my mind all weekend. I've, I've read your letter over and over and over again. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm heartbroken just reading your story and hearing your story. So if I can help in any way, I will. I'm also, I'm also very conscious that, in my opinion, your three children who live here in Ireland are extraordinarily uh, selfish to not even ask, would you like to come from, for dinner? That's the bit that really is sticking with me in this story. Well, I understand that, Adrian, but I can't feel that way, you know. Like, I understand they have their own families to be taken care of. And an elderly father to be taken care of. Well, Adrian, you know, you, you raise your children to be self-sufficient and you don't really think that one day they'd have to be looking after you, you know. Pat, as I said, my, my heart goes out to you. Um, your story, and the reason I wanted to talk to you, is your story is a story that is repeated by countless thousands of people uh, every year at Christmas. People who just don't like Christmas because they're alone, because they're lonely, because they've nobody to invite them around for Christmas dinner. Everybody deserves that in their life. And um, Pat, uh, I wish you nothing but the best. I'd love to talk to your children. I'd love to tell them how selfish they are, but that's obviously something that you don't even want to do. I know, Adrian, I wouldn't like to put that guilt on them, you know, because then, like, what if they do start coming around again and it always be in the back of my head is because they said something or because they want to and I'd just rather them show up and that'll be the day, you know. Well, maybe somebody needs to tell them to show up. Well, you never know, Adrian, you never know. Pat, I'm going to talk to you off air in a, in a couple of minutes and if it works for you, because you only live a couple of kilometres from where I live by coincidence... Um, if you're up for it, I'd love to pop around to you uh, after Mass on Sunday. We'll have a tipple and um, get to know each other. Would you be up for that? Adrian, I welcome the company to be honest. I do. Well, then I'll see you on Christmas Day, Pat. Well, Adrian, I tell you, you're the gentleman, and I'll say to your listeners, my fellow listeners, and to you, Jeremy, and Keith, that I hope you have a great Christmas and a pleasant new year. Talk to you soon, Pat. I'll talk to you off air, and we can we can make arrangements. God bless you, Adrian. <sighs> That was Pat. Pat is 83 years of age and is spending Christmas Day on his own because and he's gone off the line now. I can say it now. To those children of his who are listening, if you're listening, if you've worked out that that's your dad that I was talking to you, shame on you. Shame on you for leaving an elderly man on his own every Christmas since uh, his wife passed away. I can think of no other thing to say other than shame on you. As I said, this is an issue that affects many, many people. We've had loads of you getting in contact with us, and this is a subject that we may well come back to. Uh, Loneliness of Christmas and people who just don't like Christmas. And there are loads. And as I said at the start, I was never a big fan of Christmas myself. And um, the older I get, the less of a fan I am. Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this special edition of Opinions Matter. Uh, Spare a thought for Pat, because I certainly will. I'm Adrian Kennedy. Please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and you'll be notified of our next podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>